Today, I'm most likely going to share some things that you've never heard before and never thought of before, some things that have taken me a really long time to piece together and figure out in my own mind as I've tried to build clarity and real gratitude on a global scale for who I am in this world and what my capabilities are. So I'm going to be talking about four things today. One will be motivation and why do you need it really quick. Then we're going to talk about why does it matter to know why you're a human. And then we're going to talk about what is a human being and what does that really mean for you in a way that is not like the way that you're going to learn in high school in a textbook, right? And then the next will be who are you as a human? Where did you come from? Like what does it really mean to be a human being? And how can we use all of this to motivate ourselves on a day-to-day basis? So I'm going to give you strategic insights that help me get to the place that I'm at, which has come from motivation. People think like I'm this crazy motivated person. I mean, I am, but I've not been this person forever. This is recent in my entire lifespan of time. I'm 31 years old, but I was a complete disaster until about 24, 25 is when I started kicking up something. But even then, I was three years into business. Man, I was only showing up to the office 20 hours a week, 25 hours a week. I really lacked energy. I didn't know how to motivate myself and get myself focused and going and driven. It's only been the last three years that have really been able to dial this in to a level that you could, you know, people think I'm a superhuman now in my day-to-day life. Everyone has told me recently in the last two, three years that I'm capable of anything. And I actually believe that as long as it's meant for me, of course, I'm not going to try out for American Idol, but I'm saying this because I've been to dark places in my life where I was immobile. I was on a couch. I did not want to do anything besides just grab a four loco and go to the the bar that night just to feel something different, wake up at 10 a.m., get Chinese takeout, not even work at a job, not even have a car, just hustling, doing shit to get by. And I was just flicking through screens, scrolling for miles, waiting for the nightclub to open. Like that was me. And I wasn't born into something that you would think I'd be born into either. My dad was a mechanic and my mom was stay at home. You know, they did the same thing every day for two decades, rinse and repeat on loop. Noble. They worked hard, but I didn't have, and I I don't have the best genetics for being some world exploring, idea chasing, purpose driven adventurer that breaks through new challenges and ideas, right? And I've discovered the keys to motivation, and this is one of them, something I've actually never shared with anyone outside of my girlfriend and maybe a couple friends. So first getting into is what is motivation and why do we need it? Motivation is fuel for life. It is how you move forward each day to do anything. You're motivated to go to the fridge and grab that drink. The more motivation inside of you on a global level, the larger the obstacles you will be able to face in your life and get through and push through. And we all have obstacles. Just having a certain income level set at a certain place is an obstacle that needs to be moved through. And why does it matter to know why you're a human? Because motivation is part of being a human. But there's actually a major part of being a human that is motivating in and of itself, just the knowledge that's there. And I think people are missing this and we're not taught about this in school. We're rarely taught about this anywhere. I've had to figure a lot of this out and really just piece together a lot of this on my own as I've explored the world and understood things. And I've read over 300 books. I have 460 of them in my house. I haven't even read all of them, right? And I've met some of the most successful people and happy people you could imagine. And the motivating part of today is going to be understanding why 
you're a human and what being a human means, right? That's the next parts. But we need to know this because we weren't given an instruction manual at birth. No inspirational message came down to us from Zeus like like as we were a child with a glowing scroll and said out loud, this is who you are, son, and never forget it. You know, we forget who we are as human beings. We forget what human nature is like. We forget what humans are capable of, and we just act like potatoes sometimes. We just sit on the couch and just let life blur by, man. It's very common. I've been there. We've all been there. Sometimes we're there on a daily basis, right? So what is a human being? This is what can be so inspiring in nature if you take this to heart today. One is it is an adaptable being always capable of changing and transforming into other ways for better or for worse. We have a mind that always stays neuroplastic in a sense that it can morph and change and adapt to anything that you throw at it. It becomes what you repeatedly do. If you're a distracted person, you're usually focused on a lot of distractions <laughs> and have a lot of distractions around your environments all the time that reinforces that habit of behavior. I've become an extremely focused person, and I also give a how-to in another talk, by the way, on my podcast of how I've become so focused, why people actually know me now for my ability to focus and be obsessed about things, but the mind does what we repeatedly throw at it. But that's so cool to know because that means practice can make anything happen. The people in the world that are the greatest at communication practice communication on a daily basis. We kind of forget this thing. We don't realize that, wow, Donald Trump's really good at speaking in crowds because he's spoken to 5,000 groups of people over the course of just the last decade. Who knows how many people he's spoken to and in front of in his lifetime. He could have been public speaking since he was nine years old. But people can learn things very quickly. You'd be very surprised how fast you can go with a dedicated level of practice. We all know when you first get into the gym, you have like this quick rate of improvement in the first year, and then it kind of plateaus over time once you get into a routine. That's how fast human beings can change. I'm not saying like, oh man, I can't be as good of a speaker as Donald Trump. Like, you know, wow, he has 40, 50, 65 years of practice. It's not like that. Everybody plateaus and they just sharpen it over time, but give it a year, two years, three years, you can completely change yourself in any life category. Trust me, believe it, know it. That's what being a human is. Number two part of being a human being is we are a being that's capable of critical thought and we can actually predict the future. That's what thinking is for. That's what memory is for. Memory is there to be accessed in order to better predict the future, to avoid the pain of the past and to find more fulfillment pleasure and meaning in the future. The default is pleasure, of course, because our default is actually just survival. But if you think through life the best and you're a good thinker, you're going to find ways to find more fulfillment and meaning for you. But I digress. And this critical thinking part is it's so crazy because we can actually run simulations and scenarios in our mind and imagine situations of what to do, what not to do, and step-by-step -step plans on how to get what we want. You know, we can lay out a life plan to die, to just survive, or to flourish. These are choices that we actually have. That's what the mind is. The mind is a tool to be used. Thinking is there not just to like self-criticize and kind of blur by and make fun of people all Day. That's not what productive people and happy members of society do. They use their mind as it's intended, a tool meant to think through the future in a way that will bring us to a happier present. And number three is we're also a spirit.
spiritual being that has a soul that can feel deeper, realer pain and greater satisfaction and meaning more than any other animal in the world. We are capable of states of actual love and actual fear that transcend time. An animal's just scared in a moment. It runs away and it forgets that happened. They don't have memory in the same way that we do. We can choose to think about memory and focus on it. We can choose to think about the future and focus on it and plan and plot it out and form a strategy on how to get this great body that I want, how to afford this car one day, how to negotiate with my boss tomorrow to get a raise. What should I say? How should that conversation go? What would that look like? How will it play out? How can I practice this before I walk in there, right? This is what the mind is possible of. Number four is we have a deep moral compass, a conscience that guides us to do good and to stay away from what's wrong. We have an innate nature to do what's right. It's always calling to us. But what can happen is we can allow the darker side of ourselves to take over and to work on avoiding and silencing out that good conscience, twisting that side of ourselves, pushing it away, and we can start enjoying doing bad. Only some of us, some people I don't think are capable of really enjoying doing evil, but some people are born in a sense that they are. They, they usually are born with more of just a darker nature to them. That doesn't mean that they also can't become incredibly good people. You know, I love the phrase, the, the saying that your branches can't reach heaven unless your roots reach down to hell. The best people on this planet, the most good people on this planet are also capable of the worst evil on this planet. We live in a world of duality and we've been gifted with this deep moral compass that shows us direction, intuition, gut instinct on what to do in situations that's right and pure and noble and virtuous and principled. As long as we listen to this compass inside ourselves and allow it to guide us, but we have to remember that this is a soft whisper back there. But it's so cool knowing that it's there and motivating, like you have someone in your back corner telling you what to do. You know, if you have to ask if something's wrong, some you know something's wrong. You know what to do. Like people implicitly know what to do to improve themselves and improve their life. They're always just looking for reasons and distractions to do it or to avoid doing it. But it's so cool knowing you have this moral compass deep in there. So who are you as a human? What does it really mean? Where did we come from? How far have we come? This is the most motivating and inspiring part of knowing about being a human. And it's that every one of your ancestors survived. Your bloodline stayed because you were the most powerful of all human beings that have walked on the earth. Billions of other humans have died before you got here and they died for you to be here. You know how many men and women have given birth and killed and sacrificed and worked for you to be here? Their sole purpose in life was to have a great family and a legacy and to move humanity forward. That's the core root nature of human beings. That's why global warming is such a critical idea in culture. Not saying it's correct or not, but it's a massive idea in culture because it's the ultimate end to humanity. It's not going to affect us in our lifetimes. Yeah, whatever. Gets a little warmer. Who cares? We're worried about our kids and our kids' kids. It's in deep nature there. And your entire bloodline has procreated successfully for you to be here today. That is fucking insane. You are the best out of everyone. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here. You survived all of that shit. Your bloodline, your DNA, the thousand fathers, 
the 100,000 fathers and mothers that have come before you and combined their hearts and souls and their DNA together to make you. And that's deep in you. And that's unlocked in you. And that leads us to number two. We have evolved over and over and over across human time to get better and better and better each time we improved, each lifetime. Not, not every single lifetime, but on a long enough period of time, we've improved from a DNA standpoint. And the form you're in is the highest upgrade possible for you, but it's deep and it's trapped in your DNA. And that leads us to number three. Your DNA is unlocked in direct correlation to the challenges that you undertake in this world and in this life. This is now finally proven by science. That sounded so fucking cheesy. <laughs> proven by science. Smart people have discovered stuff. <laughs> Your DNA is unlocked in direct correlation to the stress you put yourself under. If that stress is conscious and chosen by you, choose your pain, choose your struggle. You have no idea what you're capable of. The science part of this is you can dive into a long rabbit hole on this. It's called epigenetics. You have an epigenome where certain atoms have attached to the outsides of your DNA groups called methyl groups and acetyl groups. These are the atoms that have attached, by the way. And they actually influence your DNA packages. I'm saying packages because it sounds fucking cool, man. <laughs> like, I hope you're with me here. Your DNA can be influenced positive and negatively in your lifetime to completely change the way it's expressed in your body. People don't realize that you're born with your DNA, but that DNA is influenced and it's controlled and it's manipulated by your environmental decisions and how you think. Methyl groups are moving on and off of certain DNA packages that are encoded in your body to make you into certain things. You can naturally be an extremely confident individual deep down underneath you and so well-spoken and articulate, but you have been in an environment for so long that has caused you so much fear and anxiety that's covered up and switched off so many genes inside of you that are no longer longer there and no, they're dormant. They're not active anymore. And when you put yourself consciously into environments that causes you to practice being more confident, to practice speaking, to practice being more articulate out here in the world, your genes actually change. And this is the craziest part of this. I wasn't going to get into this, but this is the craziest part of this, man. Woman, anyone that's out there listening, these genetic modifications that you have put in there from maybe your childhood experiences, but also your life choices are inherited by your kids. If you are born a skinny girl and you go through high school, super skinny, college, you're skinny, and then all of a sudden you pack on so much weight, you're now say 290 and you've ate yourself there by your own choices. And you admit that, right? Like we're just being honest here, right? Not saying, of course, that's you just hypothetical example. If you have kids, your kids, even if they become orphans and are adopted by another healthy family, they will now have an extreme genetic propensity for being obese because that's who you have become and your DNA has actually modified itself to support that, to be that and not that skinny girl that you once wore. Same with confidence, same with focus, same with moral choice. Now, of course, this is general in a sense that they're just going to have a more likely propensity for being more like you at the time of conception because your DNA is like, bam, it's right there in the egg or it's right there in the sperm, right there locked in in the current state that you're at in life. Like if you're super stressed out when you get pregnant, your kid is going to be actually much more likely to be stressed 
when they're born, they're going to cry more. They're going to grow up being more of a stressed person naturally just because of the state that you were in when you got pregnant. That's so insane. And a total tangent. Last step, number four, and the most motivating for me personally is just imagine all of your ancestors and your greatest grandparents just looking down at you from the heavens. That sounds so cheesy, I know, but just like in Mulan, right? <laughs> Even though that's also a cheesy scene. Like imagine all of your ancestors are there like Mufasa in the sky when Simba was looking up in the clouds and saw his father. All of those people's spirits, their DNA, their contributions are right in you, inside of you. All your ancestral fathers and mothers, that whole line, they're there. You can literally feel them if you focus and just imagine their presence and they're right there hoping and cheering on for you to keep moving forward and get through your pain. Or maybe they're sitting there, what the fuck are you doing, man? Get off the fucking couch. You know how long I slaved away for you to be this bitch today, right? Maybe they're thinking that, but not all of them are thinking that, but feel it, know it, and know what being a human is. You are a powerful, unbelievable, adaptable creature that is capable of way more than you'll ever consider because you can't consider it. You don't know what you don't know, but now you know a little bit more about what being a human is. This is truth and undeniable and can really motivate you if you let it. So enjoy your adventure of being a human. Enjoy it, thrive in it. And if you push yourself consciously and in an intentional way to grow, you have no idea what human you can unlock and upgrade within yourself and evolve into being one day out here. And everyone is on the other side waiting for you to break through it. Maybe not the friends and family you're with right now, but there's people on the other side waiting for you with open arms to come alive and be a human. Know what we've done, know who you are and believe it. And if I've helped inspire you in any way or given you some ideas that you could take to heart today, please like, follow, subscribe, review everything. I'm on every platform. My videos are everywhere. I got short videos pumping out four day. Next week, I'm gonna have at least one podcast going out today. Day, review everything, share it with people that need it. I really appreciate it. And I want to help bend this world into a better way because I'm fucking sick right now of watching this world burn. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm not sitting back on my boat anymore, just having a great life. I want a new adventure. And that adventure is out here, bending the world just a little bit in a different direction because it all comes down to us together to fight as one, to move it. It's a ripple effect. It always is. Enjoy your week. Cheers to your adventure.